Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian, and coming up on today's episode, I'm going to give you my top five most influential NBA players of all time. My personal favorite, that is, of all time. And who I wanted to idolize my game after when I'm playing basketball, how I grew up, I'm going to give you my top five. Now, this list is not going to be, you know, the all history of the NBA because there's been a lot of great NBA players. So this is my personal favorite. So there's going to be some names left off this list. And everybody can have a different top five. So you may have somebody put, hey, LeBron James, number one. You're going to have someone put Michael Jordan, number one. You're going to have some of the old timers put, like, Bill Russell, Julius Irving. So there's some great players. But I'm giving you my top five, who I wanted to idolize my game off of, and who influenced me personally the most and before we get started it's a friendly reminder if you're new here tuesday friday is when new episodes of sports talk from the crib air so be sure to check out it's available on all streaming platforms as well on the website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com where you see the new blog posts you got any, any information from the show we posted up on the website where you can also stream the podcast too it actually airs earlier on the website so be sure if you want to catch a, you know, listen to it earlier in the morning before you're traveling to work and stuck in traffic, you can stream it right off the website. So um, be sure to check that out. Social media is Feel the Heat Entertainment, still FTHE. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and X. I guess I got to start saying X instead of Twitter. But So be sure to follow us and on our social media websites, too. All right, let's get into it. My top five most influential NBA players of all time. I think this is a good topic to have at the moment because we're getting into the new NBA season. We just recently had Steph Curry, you know, say he was the greatest point guard of all time, kind of drunkenly, but he, and we had a debate about who is the greatest point guard of all time. We gave you my thoughts, and I had my own top five. Right, so now. NBA season just around the corner, a couple of months away. Football season is actually a couple, two weeks away. NBA is two months away. But um, let's get into it. Top five. I'm going to start off with number five. And this could be, you know, I think if you're like, I'm 34 years old. So when you really think about this, this is going to hit home to about everybody. And... He actually influenced, I believe, this generation of you know young kids growing up during the 90s, 2000s, even 2010s. Everybody really idolized this guy. And it, his name is Kobe Bean Bryant. He's my number five. Why? What do we all really do when we were growing up as kids? What do we always want to do? Every time we shot you know, that paper ball in the trash can, what do we yell? We yelled, Kobe! And that's why he makes my list, and that's why he I have him here at number five. I actually should have put him here at maybe number four if we get into that. But I was like actually not a big, huge Kobe fan. I remember growing up, but I respected his game, respected his scoring, disrespected offensively. If you wanted to shoot, you wanted to be like Kobe Bryant, and that's why we all yelled Kobe. When we shot the basketball, or we shot that little paper ball in the trash can, what we shot, 
Whatever we had, we were trying to make it in something. We yelled Kobe. That's why I included him in here. He had some historic games, including going out. This grand finale against Utah Jazz where he came back and dropped 60 points where he was just shooting the ball every time down the court. Was an awesome sighting. Like He ended his career the way he wanted it. He ended it. Like everybody wanted him to this going out, just shooting. And that's what he did. And I just want to idolize that. And uh, so, I mean, geez, man, those Lakers teams with him and Shaq did the three P and the way his game, both wearing the number eight and wearing the number 24 basically had the same careers wearing both numbers, like, and being in LA Getting those championships, he ended up getting what do you get? Ended up getting five. Impressive, one more than Shaq. <laughs> but anyways, that like that team was really iconic. And when he bounced back, I remember, remember the time he even won it out of L.A. Hey, maybe go to Chicago, and then he ended up staying in L.A., winning another championship when they made the move to get Paul Gasol. So he won one, won a couple without Shaq. So the. That just shows that so his greatness on the court was just insane. The way he idolized his game didn't matter. He really was the second coming of Michael Jordan. Like, almost studied him to perfection. Kobe Bryant meant a lot to the league. And when he was dropping 60 points at the end of his finale, he dropped 81 points in one game. On that Toronto Raptors, is Jalen Rose, and you know it's, it's, it's unheard of, man. The guy was a phenomenal player, one of the best to ever do it, and that's why he makes my top five most influential. All right, number four. This may shock a little people that, but when I was growing up, I wanted to be a guard. So there's gonna be a lot. This is all guards. I'm not gonna have any big men in this list. So when I was, I played point guard, played shooting guard. Like I was always in the backcourt. So wasn't very tall, <laughs> you know, could play some defense. I could shoot the ball like a little bit, you know, this, but I just wanted to idolize my game after guards. And that's why this list is all guards. There's going to be no big man. It's going to be no, you know, Bill Russell, Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, like some or some other guys may make this list. But then number four, I got Jason Williams. White chocolate. Won a championship in Miami. Remember that 2016 held Dwayne Wade? Jason Williams, the most, he made you want to dribble the ball a certain way. He made you want to do passes that coach that the coach would yell at you for doing. Behind the back, in between the legs, and the famous elbow pass that he did in the All-Star game. To Ray LaFrance that didn't finish the bucket, but... It's an iconic pass, and it was something that we all like grew up and wanted to imitate and try to do the elbow pass. And when we first, I remember I first saw that, I was like, "Oh my goodness! Like, look at this! Like, it was and one style. That's when and one back then was like really starting to kind of take off." And Jason Williams, when he was doing all those passes, like there for Sacramento, and then later in Miami, like. It was something you just try to imitate. You wanted to dribble like that. You wanted, to, you know, like I said, you just wanted to cross up your defender and see how if it make him look silly. And he just 
I know this wanted you to be like that. And growing up seeing them like that, and uh, I think he's the super underrated basketball player. I feel like we didn't appreciate his time in the league that much. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad he did get that championship and helped Miami win their first Heat ever championship. They were with the Heat, so. Number 55, Jason Williams, white chocolate. He just made you, every time you were outside, like, made you want to attempt passes. And new ones, too. Like, try to create your own passing you know, with, with the ball or whatnot and create your own dribbles and just do some, you know, unorthodox stuff that hopefully coach wouldn't yell at you about. <laughs> That's really what Jason Williams is all about to me. You know, he's a fun player to watch. I just feel like he was super underrated basketball player in the NBA. But, hey, Jason Williams, number four. At number three, Allen Iverson. What can you say? Allen Iverson is one of the best point cards to ever play the game. He just idolized him. I wore his shoes playing. I wore those answer, the answer fours, you know, like it was like kind of, he wanted to be like Allen Iverson. He had the look, he had a different kind of swag, the baggy pants, a little bit in the NBA, you know, he, had, he was like the one of the first people that really show off all the tattoos and whatnot in the league. He like, he kind of he had a certain little swag about him, and like that's what we all loved about him. And of course, the famous line "practice." Maybe talking about practice, man. Or Coach Larry Brown and the media and everybody's like getting on him about not practicing. He's like, "We ain't talking about practice. We talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We talking about practice, man." <laughs> So that was the most iconic line that we had. We all going to remember that forever. And it's always going to get brought up. And Allen Iverson, point guard, crossover. Remember, he was one of the only people to cross Michael Jordan. Everybody remembers. Michael Jordan got crossed by Allen Iverson. So Allen Iverson, this is swag. The shoes. And then the, the other thing, the classic step over in the NBA Finals where you took game one from the L.A. Lakers Kobe Bryant's team, Shaq's team. They didn't win that after that. They lost four straight to lose the finals. But that 76ers team was just him and nobody else. But that classic step over, over Tyron Lue, who's now head coach for the Clippers. I mean, so disrespectful. It was so disrespectful. Anytime somebody fell to your feet, you wanted to step over them. Look down on them. Saying you ain't nothing. Just disrespect them. I know that was maybe I've been as intense intent, but in that moment, I felt that. And anytime someone fell down on their feet and I made that shot like that, oh, I felt that. And that's what I wanted to do. It's just like something brings out of you in your body. You just wanted to do that move <laughs> over the, the step over, you know. Um, but Alan Iverson was a idolized by me a lot influenced like it was the swag it was like i wanted to be just destroy people like he was a great one-on-one guy i just wish that 76ers team had somebody to go around him because unfortunately he didn't you know he didn't win a championship eventually went to denver he was there with Melo. 
they did quite didn't get there, man. I thought that team was this like maybe two, three years too late. You know, in a way, um, should have happened a lot earlier. I feel like they could have possibly gotten a championship there. But I respect Allen Iverson what he did for the game. He just he just recently inducted Dwayne Wade into the Hall of Fame. I was Dwayne Wade's speaker, and um, Allen Iverson's a well respected guy. We appreciate everything he did, and this is somebody that. Everybody looked up to, man. Allen Iverson was that guy growing up. Everybody wanted to be like him. Because being a short guy and feeling like, oh, man, I'm going against all these giants. Everybody is so much taller than me. Like his toughness and his drive, his heart. Man, that's that's what made you like at least have faith in yourself. When you were going up against, uh, you know, taller, taller imp- opponents, you know, whatnot. So, Allen Iverson, AI, was that guy, man. Still is. Up next at number two, I have Anthony Hardaway. Better known as Penny Hardaway. Man, did I want to idolize Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway was a icon when I was a kid. I wanted to be just like Penny I want to do those moves he did, especially that spin move, you know, jump back three pointer. Like I remember that move. If you never seen that move, YouTube it because that move is insane. He did that over twenty five. What was that? That was like twenty five years ago. He did that move, and now people are kind of replicating it. Steph Curry can kind of do it, but like Penny Hardaway was that guy. He was going to be Magic Johnson, like times ten, if he didn't uh, get injured in those knees, you know, didn't derail his career. I mean, he, maybe he, like going a little bit over, but maybe by Magic times ten. But he was like Kobe Bryant before Kobe Bryant. He was this tall guard like Magic, that can score, make every pass on the court, and just do it all. Play defense, he could just do it all. He was your all-around guard that the Orlando Magic ended up pairing with Shaq. And that was one of the great young teams to watch. They made the NBA Finals, but didn't win, unfortunately. You know, every I felt like Penny Hardaway just tried so hard. But his injuries just derailed his career. And then he had the Shaq left. And then he had to fall out with head coach Brian Hill. It just seemed like it all went south. In Orlando, then he went to Phoenix to pair with Jason Kidd, the backcourt 2000. Y'all remember that? And we had this whole big thing about Phoenix Suns, you know, going big, getting to the finals, perhaps. Um, it, it didn't happen because either Penny was hurt or Jason Kidd was hurt. So they never really got the time they des- that everybody wanted to see because the injuries just kept popping up. But anyways... Penny Hardaway was a fun player to watch. Watching the Shaq and him play, the best duos to ever play together, like it was must-see TV. When he beat Jordan when he came back, that was iconic. Um, in that in that playoff series to, to advance, like historic moments. And he didn't shy down from the competition 
he was going to guard Jordan. He was going to guard Pippen. Like he was going to try everything he can for his team to win. He had some incredible playoff performances, like one of a kind with Shaq and without him. Like Penny Hardaway was that guy. Those iconic commercials with you know the little Penny. Like that's what you look forward to in the game. When it was NBA on NBC was happening. You had little Penny. Yeah, Penny Hardaway, you know, like those were classic commercials. And of course, my favorite shoe line is the pennies. Penny Hardaway has some of the dopest shoes ever. I think the one shoe may have helped, may have, could have caused that when he was having those knee problems. I don't know. You have the Nike Air Max. You got the phone posits now, which are really cool. You got the whole line, the Air Penny 2s. I love the Air Penny 2s. They may be my favorites. Air Pennies. Those are, he has the most classic shoes, and those are my favorite shoe line is the Penny Hardaway shoes. Like, without a doubt. I got too many damn pairs of pennies. I got every single one. At least in some color. I at least have one and at least one color. I got more of the Air Penny 2s. So those are my favorite. Uh, I got the Maxes. I got the Air Penny 4s. Like, I got them all. Those are my uh, favorite. I just got recently got the Phone Posit ones. And those are so dope. <laughs> the Penny Phone Posits, if you never have, they're true, man. They're so comfortable and they're so dope. But they're like indestructible. Like, that shoe line's incredible. When it comes to his game, the way he just, I just wanted to wear number one. I wore number one in school playing basketball. Like, that's how much I want to be like Penny. I wore number one because of Penny Hardaway. Um, just wanted to just be that point guard, just to be able to score, be able to set people up. You know, this air Penny Hardaway was that guy, and I just wish he never got hurt. Wish he never got hurt because he would be a Hall of Famer. He'd be one of the greatest NBA players to ever live. The guy's athletic. The way he could just dunk on people and just, he could hang in the air too. He finished with authority and just, man, this injuries just thrilled it, man. It was kind of a sad thing, but like, I wanted to be Penny Hardaway. And at number one, of course, if I'm talking about Penny Hardaway, if I'm talking about Allen Iverson, I'm talking about Kobe, Jason Williams, guess who played in the era of him? It's because some of them in the, I think Jason Williams is more into the my, well, Washington Wizards version of Michael Jordan. Same with Allen Iverson, really. He, he got the tail end of his Chicago career, but like, that's when he crossed him. But Michael Jordan's number one, man. I mean, everybody wanted to be like Mike. The commercials, the drink of the Gatorade, this. Michael Jordan was just the smack in the gum to the hanging your tongue out <laughs> when you got near the rim. Like, you want, that's how you knew you wanted to idolize Michael Jordan. Cause I did that, I thought too. If you hang my tongue out when I'm driving to the rim, going up in the air, like, it was Michael Jordan, man. The 23 Michael Jordan, not the four or five. 23 Michael Jordan uh, Everybody what can you say man The guy is this A global icon His 
you know, of course the shoes. We just recently watched a movie about of called Air with you know, and just show the whole history of how he got the history, how 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 he got the shoe deal and whatnot, and what he overcame and this the game wing shots, this to being so clutch. The hanging of the wrists in the air. Six finals, six and no. Six finals MVPs. The way he was just so clutch and how he took everything personal and just didn't accept failure. That's what made you want to be like Mike. The way he just hung in the air in slow motion. Like, how is he doing that? Everybody just want to be like Mike. And this. He's the greatest player of all time. He's my number one most influential. The guy had it all. You just, if you rooted for him to lose, he was going to show you like, if he, if he lost a game, he's going to come back the next game and be like, okay, now I'm dropping 50. 40 wasn't enough. I'm getting 50 this time, this game. And it's his determination, his drive, his willingness to just give it all. Even when he was early in his career and those bad boy pisses kept slamming him down to the ground, he kept getting back up. It means you believe. The iconic turnaround jumper when, like, he perfected his game. The defensive player of the year, he was the NBA Finals player of the year. He's a scoring champion. He averaged 30 points a game for his career, even at the end. Like, Michael Jordan is the NBA. They're wearing his shoes, they're wearing the logo on the jerseys. Like, <laughs> he's a global icon. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. Heck, he's got his jersey retired in the Miami Heat. He didn't even play there. <laughs> like, if you don't see what Michael Jordan did on the court, this like this whole debate about who's the greatest basketball player of all time. It keeps coming up. Oh, now it's LeBron James. Oh, no, it's this guy. It's it's not even close. People, you feared Michael Jordan. He has a certain persona about him. You look at it. You walk in the room. You walk on the court. You're like, uh-oh. This guy's going to drop. If I say something to this guy, he's going to drop like 60 on me. Biggest trash talker. And he backed it up too. He was a part of the dream team, at the world famous 1992. Best symbol of NBA players ever. Michael Jordan was better than all of them. <laughs> Michael Jordan just prevented so many people from getting championships. He prevented that John Stockton Carmelo. He prevented that Gary Payton, Sean Kemp. He prevented Charles Barkley. He prevented from Magic winning another one and beating him. He prevented Clyde Drexler in that Portland Trailblazer team. He just prevented everybody from getting a championship, man. He owned the 90s. He took everybody out. Reggie Miller, another one. 
Sorry, Indiana, you're not getting past me. New York Knicks? Sorry. I'm Spike Lee. Get out of here. Michael Jordan was that guy. And he will always be in my number one, no matter what. That's going to do it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Aaron Christian. Just remember, new episodes air every Tuesday and Friday. It's available on all streaming platforms. And also check out the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com, or you stream the website there as well. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Have a blessed weekend. Catch you all next time.